Well, hello and welcome Hi. to the DC UK podcast. I'll turn that music off in the background. Um, this is season four, episode 14. And as always, I'm your host, James Graham. Um, you'll see alongside me. We're, we're still waiting for what the other host is uh, having some technical issues. Let's put it that way. Um, but as you'll see, alongside me over here is uh, Daniel Wise. Welcome back. It's been It's been too long. It, uh, you know, spent a little time away, but uh, I'm back and I'm excited. You know, I hey, I think I think for the most part, I've always known what the season was going to be. Oh, and no, no. nothing, nothing compares to 2013. Uh, I, I was reading a Reddit thread uh, today where, where a lot of people are like, oh, this is an all time low, whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you no, know, those Pahoy days and uh, the the terror of that year um, are, are I don't know. It's a far cry. Like, you know, here's the thing I would say. If a watchability scale uh, had been done that season, we'd be yeah. below. We Nashville. would be bottom. We would be. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's speaking of the bottom. Here he comes Yay! in from the bottom. There he is. Tom has joined us. He's finally. We can hear him loud and clear. Unfortunately. My wife might want to pump that up a little bit. That Just get a bit close. Get a bit closer. Show it a little bit louder. <laughs> God, we don't ask for much, do we? Why do I? Why do I still do this? <laughs> <laughs> because you love I, the abuse. I do love the abuse. It, it's my uh, my humbling my humbling moment of the week. <laughs> How are you doing, Tom? Anyway, I'm good. Um, I shaved my beard off, and that's about it. I, I mean, it, you, yes, look, you look so. you look you look a bit younger. Yeah, yeah. You, you've <laughs> taken bit, maybe yeah. like six months off. Yeah, I mean, I'll take all the help I can get. Yeah. Well, so what? What? What made you shave the beard off? Was did your parents uh, ask you to do it? Or I think, I think you remember the DC Heat. Yes, that's true. Yeah, fair point. After a while, I was like, I feel horrible. So yeah, I'll tell you what. Tell you what, though, did, when I obviously when we were all together, um, was it the start of this month, or was it the end of May? That was May. It was May. Yeah. Um, I feel it's too long ago. But yeah, that heat wave that we had, Jenny, I didn't think it was, I didn't feel it was like overbearing. And then we had a heat wave not so long ago over here. No, when it was like 28, 29, 30 degrees Celsius, it felt much worse. That's still pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's. that's for us, it was quite, it was really hot, but it was just. Bleh, bleh. That's just about like touching 90, isn't it? At least Fahrenheit wise. If I. 88, 90, I think it is. Yeah. Roughly. So, yeah, it's pretty warm. Yeah. It, it was the, it was the thick humidity. It was so muggy. We were waiting for that thunderstorm that we got eventually. And then it just suddenly just went clear. It's a bit like what we've had the last few days. We've had a heat wave. Apparently, we've had a thunderstorm, not seen or heard anything, but it's cleared the air a bit, so it's not too bad now. Nice. But anyway, so it, it does feel like it's been too long, and it's we need, we need to quickly talk about last month 
and how how awesome was it being together as you can see in the background there that photo is just it it was superb i enjoyed every single minute of that show and that day and that whole trip yeah. it was fantastic and look at that tom scott is a dc uk glass out um it was super cool uh one seeing uh dave johnson uh come out um you know would have loved to have him on the show but i think getting a, a short chance to say hi and let him know how much you know we just have appreciated him uh in, in so many ways not just as as an announcer uh but uh just the way he gives back to the community and um it's just a, such a warm presence uh is is super cool but then jerry on top of that was was uh d d mct stopping by and uh, uh gracing us yeah. with <laughs> I can't make that stick. That's <laughs> you gave up your seat for him. Sorry, you gave up your seat for, for good old. Yeah. Oh my god! If it was just if it was just you, you should have given up your seat for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was so cool to hear from him. I now every time you know his name comes up, I just think like he had a trial in Belgium. Yeah. Like such a random fact, and I'm just like, oh, that was so cool. Like one of those interviews where you just learn something you would never guessed. No, I don't, I don't think you would have been able to dig that up anywhere. I don't think anybody yeah. knew about that trial apart from obviously the, the club that Adam on trial and him. Yeah, but that like gives us a nice little link into later on the show with our Belgian links because we've had quite a few yeah. recently. So we'll talk about those in a bit because we've got those in the news, which I don't know whether you guys, whether you've heard back the episode from last week, but we have, we have a news theme tune as well now. So I'll uh, crack that one out uh, in a little short while. But first up, we've got to go through, guess that player, guess, guess DC who. We're back. We're back on it. So let's bring him up on screen. Non-stop. Oh, I mean, last week, um, some people got it quite quite straight away and it was good to hear that uh, people got uh, Karanta I've been wanting to use him for a little while mm, he was one <laughs> he was one of my early favourite DC players nice Just, mainly because of his name yeah and to be fair he was actually a really decent player but here we go so this guy um, he's only 34 years old so he's, he's, he's a young spring chicken um, in normal ages. Um, he actually started his career back in 2006. Um, and he did retire back in at the start of uh, 2018 um, due to injury. So he didn't actually get to uh, play at Audi Field. Um, he started his career off, um, professional career, career anyway, at Cleveland Internationals. Um, before moving to DC United through the Super Draft. Um, he was the 31st pick in the Super Draft of 2011. Um, 2011? Uh, yes, it was 2011, just looking at that there. Um, he is a defender, um, played at left back, I will give you that, and he was born in Ohio. I think I got it. Yeah? I think so too. Oh, Oh, would this be a first? God, or was he a midfielder? Or no, I want to say he was. Mm. Oh, 
Daniel's doubting himself. Can I th- can I throw it out? I because we haven't had him yet. Okay. Do you want to throw out some initials? <sighs> what? I know I've guessed him before. I think. Okay. Is it Kemp? It isn't. Okay. Okay. Never no, mind. So it's, it's definitely not Taylor Kemp. Okay. Does, uh, and does his last name start with an F? No. Okay. Who are you thinking of? <laughs> I think of someone completely different. <laughs> I don't know if it made him retire. Ah. Okay. Interesting. Be it's interesting. Just to not, this is not him. Can I just throw it out? Yeah. Go for it. It's a uh, what's his name Fisher. Oh, Neil Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. He's still playing. Damn. Oh, where is he at these days? Yeah, I just remember him having a horrific, like, long-term. Yeah. Yeah, he had um, a crucial, but he was a right back, primarily. Okay. Yeah. He did. He could play left back, uh, but he did. um, uh, Where play at uh, right back as a main thing? Where is O'Neill Fisher? I think I still, I remember uh, following him on on Twitter and Instagram, and it, I think his uh, Twitter got hacked because all he kept doing was selling uh, <laughs> PS5s and X, Xbox uh, Series Xs and things. Oh, I was like, hmm, I think someone's overtaking your account. Uh, he, was my, he, he was my favorite player to watch when he was healthy on that team. He was, he, was, he had a lot of flair. Yeah, it was really fun uh, to watch. He's currently at Minnesota United. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, he signed at the he, um, start of the season. He's played seven times for them. And he was at uh, Galaxy last season. So there you go. But it's not O'Neill Fisher. Uh, right. So let's move away from that then. If you've got any thoughts out there, I don't know why I just had a little stop there, but if you've got any thoughts out there in the chat, I know we've got a few people watching at the moment, let us know. And if you've got any questions, hit us up. We've had a couple of questions sent in and we will go through those at the end of the show. So the time has come to play our news theme. I love it. They are going so to get in trouble. <laughs> is that a? Is that the BBC one? <laughs> no, that's not. That's, it's, it's, that, that's, that's something that's part of my uh, where I get all my music from, which is all uh, legit. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I was like, we are definitely going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I've got. To, I was like, I've got to do something news newsworthy, and I was like, yeah, come on, that's it. Job yeah, done. So, um, in terms of news, then, uh, we've got a few bits that we need to go through. Uh, first up, it came out last week, um, and it was announced last week, but I did talk about it on the episode, but I wanted to talk to you guys about it, which is, uh, first up on the agenda, is the MLS by Apple uh, new streaming deal. Uh, Ten years, $2.5 billion, everything moves to streaming on Apple TV worldwide. There's no blackouts. What do we make of it? Yeah, good, happy. I mean, uh, when, if Dave Johnson isn't involved, I'm going to be 
real sad. <laughs> yeah, and I think the likelihood of him being involved in as we know it today is not it's not gonna happen that way. Which is a massive shame. I'd love to see him be part of the radio broadcast. I would literally watch the game and have it on mute and just yeah. play the radio. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's going to be some syncing issues because it, you'll probably hear it's in the net, and then about a minute later, then you'll see it we'll actually happen on TV. Well, maybe I'll just, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, but he's he's so integral for watching DC United games to me. I mean, every time I watch it, and it's like on ESPN, I'm like, it's not the same. No, yeah. it really isn't. It will suck badly, but. It means no more VPNing. Yeah, no more VPNing. Um, yeah, I'll be able to watch it, you know, not on just my laptop. I can actually throw it on the TV. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's good, but it's also a little sad, mainly for the day part. Yeah. Daniel, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, uh, very much with you on that one. I mean, Dave's an institution. Um, You know, I don't get to enjoy him quite as much because I typically get stuck uh, with the away broadcast or, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of like uh, on a lot of those away games, um, you know, it's it's always whatever home broadcast. So it's like kind of split 50-50 between getting uh, Devin McTavish and Dave Johnson or whoever else uh, on the other side. But um, no, you know, this is, this I think is like the Holy grail that Donnie G has been going after for, you know, what 20 some odd years uh, trying to get, some kind of deal that just brings uh mls uh you know a major one major like uh money but also just a major broadcasting deal uh seems as though uh you know the mlb deal has been working out uh and then if this uh works out for mls as well uh i think yeah uh that can only help the sport you know I'm 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 excited for it. They they do a really good uh, broadcast. So see how it goes. Yeah, we have yeah. come very far from Flow Sports. Oh, yes. why did you bring that name up? Because <laughs> that's gotta you, you look at the whole journey. Yeah, yeah it's true. You got to. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: when the good times come, and they will come, mm-hmm. you can't appreciate them unless you remember the bad times. Yeah. The flow sports times, the Pahoy times. This is, is, it's what makes it sweet. Yeah, it's true. I'm looking forward to the fact that, that this has got the potential to bring a whole new audience to not just the league, but to obviously ourselves as well, which is what this whole thing that I've been doing is all all about, bringing the club to a new audience and creating new fans for the club. Um, So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be absolutely sweet just to be go let's go yeah just get on apple tv that's it don't have to worry about vpn but you should always use a vpn because it's a good thing to have just in case you want to do anything else like netflix and uh, all that jazz but uh, and there is a link in the description if you want to get uh, some months free with uh, express vpn i do earn a little bit of money if you use that link um but uh, heather there she's on the same wavelength as all of, all of us, but then she wants to hear Dave when she's at Audi Field. So yeah. 
which is fair. I mean, I know some, I don't know whether we do it, um, whether it happens over in the States or not, but I know some sports over here, especially the cricket, um, because it's a long old day and you need something to get you through a test match. Um, but they, provides um earpieces where you can hear the uh, commentary as, yeah. as happening, which i think is pretty cool because they'll end up um focusing on someone in the crowd with the earpiece on their stock start just randomly talking about this person without actually identifying then the person realizes and everyone has a good laugh so um so those that so Next There's up. A, a very American side. You kind of remind me of it uh, with with uh, like NASCAR races. And I think mm. IndyCar, but um, you know, you see a lot of people in the crowd that will have big old headsets on, and be, that kind of gives them, you know, they can listen in on commentary, but they can also listen in on uh, team principals or or you know managers and hear you know so the drivers and the managers and all that. Yeah, I, I would love it if there was like a a, a, a bench mic or something or you know yeah, you could mic. tune in to Dave and ref mic that. would be great they do that they do that in the rugby for ages they do that in the rugby over here um, so at Twickenham which is the uh, the home the home of rugby you can actually listen to if you don't even have to have one of the dedicated uh, earpieces that you get at most grounds you just download the app on your phone <laughs> Yeah, there's a um, there's a great video where they tried it out in uh, I think the Australian league, mm. and it's such a good video. And it, like, it makes so much sense. And it's like, why aren't they doing this everywhere? Yeah, it's crazy. It's great when you're watching the rugby, whether it's you've got the app and you're listening through on your headphones, or you're watching the rugby on the TV. They're all mic'd up, so you can actually listen in what what's happening you know how they've come to the decisions and it just makes a lot more sense and there's there's less animosity towards the towards the officials but i think what's probably the matter is the refs are probably a bit too scared yeah i would imagine they'd get fans uh, fans football fans can be quite abusive Yes, they can. Uh, I think. I think. Beside that, I think you take that a step further, and you go with a VA, VAR mic. Oh yeah. my god! So you, yeah. you yeah, yeah. the VAR room, and oh man, that would be rad. Like, uh, it, have you seen? Uh, so the pro refs, they do a weekly video on YouTube where they go through all the decisions, and actually, you hear the VAR room, and you hear the refs and the, oh, their conversations. Yeah. Guarantee, go and watch it because it really enlightens you um, to how they come to the decisions. And you're like, well, actually, when you watch it live, you're thinking, what's happening? You've done it. Why, why, why did uh, Nima Sagafi have his ear, a finger in his ear for so long? I thought he got it stuck in there or whatever. Um, but there's probably a ton of conversations going on. And because we just don't hear it, we, we get frustrated and we then take it out on the ref and yeah. So bring that in. Um, I just seen something's come through on the ELD chat. Jarrett's, uh, here we go. Talking about the A league, uh, Jarrett's Gillett or Gillet or however you want to pronounce it. Was the Australian ref, ref mic'd up? Uh, he's in England now. Oh, right. Okay. Hmm. There you go. I think the issue with doing it in England is that the way that players treat the refs, I mean, they throw F-bombs at them and everything, and picking yeah. that up on TV would not be great. No. Yeah. 
there, there would need to be some delay so the uh, the broadcast can beep those out. Yeah, I mean, I I always love when the commentators are like, "Sorry for the fruity language that you may have just heard." <laughs> I mean, especially with uh, Chad wasn't it Chad that threw out like a, a very audible f bomb uh, <laughs> in, in one of the? I think it was like his first match. Uh, <laughs> Co- I, I want to say I want to say that was definitely picked up oh yeah I mean Ben was throwing them left right and centre at uh, the MLS's yeah. back tournament yeah. <laughs> and the fact there was no fans I mean you could hear literally all the players just F-bombing and I think yep. Bill did a few as well so cool moving on to news that came out today yeah the MLS All-Star Tournament is being hosted in D.C. next year. Woohoo! Are we excited? Yeah. Uh, depends on how long that, that stays true, because uh, the, D.C. was very sure about getting a World <laughs> Cup uh, spot. And when they did the announcement of all of the officials who were part of the World Cup announcement we're also present at this MLS All-Star announcement. So who knows how that's going to turn out? I don't know. So we wow. decided to do it in <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. July 19th, though, is the uh, is the date that's been penciled in for this. Um, from what I've seen, there's going to be stuff that's going to be... Apparently, how do you feel there's a short walk from the National Mall? Uh, um, no. Yeah, no. It's no. not. That's <laughs> classic. No. When a shooting happens, they they say it's mere blocks from the White House. Yeah. It yeah. happened in Arlington or something like that. Oh man, yeah. I've got I've got the uh, press release up on my up on my screen here. So. Uh, Don Garber, he says, we are thrilled to bring the MLS All-Star Game and festivities back to Washington, D.C., a city with a rich soccer history, as well as a diverse and vibrant soccer culture. Well, I couldn't agree more. DC United and the community have always held a special place in the heart of everyone who believed in the power and growth of soccer in the US, and Audi Field will provide an incredible backdrop for next summer's game. I mean, it will provide a nice backdrop because you've got all of all the buildings in the background right and and to be honest like yeah in in just the short amount of time that i've been gone from the district going back down to buzzard point and seeing just how much that has exploded in that short time uh i'm sure it's going to be even more so uh by the time next year rolls around so um yeah it's wild dude like man um, DC was something when I was there and then just coming back and just seeing how everything really just grew so much more is, is jarring, but yeah, that's, that's incredible. It is awesome. Tom, so you said you're going to try and get tickets then. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 You know, that's, that's, that sounds like a fun game. I hope they still do. Um, uh, what did they do? They do like the, um, sort of like the skill games. Yeah. Deal. Skill yeah. games. That's happening. Love those. Like, I, I know it's not much, but I love those. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to go to. I don't, if they're saying it's a like walking distance to the mall. I mean, I mean, technically, 
technically, I mean, Heather's just said it's not more than a mile. Well, I've just I've just gone onto Google Maps and I've had a look. It's 1.4 miles, so it's a half an hour walk. And in July heat. Yeah. 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 You know what we're gonna do. And to be fair, that's from the capital side. Capitol Hill. So if you were down on the other side by the Lincoln Memorial, well, it's going to be a damn sight further. Uh, no, I don't want to walk from my location right now. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> I, I would say, though, that. if anything, that four miles feels like 10 walking in dc uh i you know i don't know like, <laughs> i don't know dc always just feels deceptively huge uh to me just i yeah i don't know that just sounds exhausting yes like four miles is probably not that much in the grand scope of things i'm a big guy i don't i don't walk very far all the time so uh, that, yes in july <laughs> it will be horrendous um, yeah. I've just looked looked at it from if you were going from the Lincoln Memorial side, and it's an mm-hmm. hour walk. No, nope. no, thank you. Nah, I'm I would good. just get on uh, the scooters. Yeah, that's what just I did. I was, just, you guys went too. I literally just like after the game ended, I just jumped on a scooter, and just rolled all the way back. I wouldn't trust myself with one of them if I, if it was after the game and I've had a few beers. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a bit. I'm a. I'm a big guy, and there's a, it's a long way down for me to fall. That's a good point. They'll be like, "Who is that giraffe riding that scooter?" <laughs> it's not. I'm not a giraffe. I'm Bambi or Nice. That's what would it be like. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we've obviously got the skill games. Um, this particular um, match is going to be the first one that's going to be broadcast on Apple TV as well. So um, mm-hmm. again, this is going to be one that's going to be available worldwide, which would be cool because we don't generally don't tend to get that over here. So intrigued to see how that's going to go and I'm really excited to actually watch it for once Um, so we've got that Uh, other bits of news Um, this caption was uh, updated this morning uh, before the actual official news came out so the transfer of Edison Flores to Atlas is all done now Um, that has been complete that was announced like moments before we went live on the show Um, the actual release on that one is um, DC United have agreed terms with Atlas for the permanent transfer of DP Edison Flores uh, Lucy's uh, made a little statement saying that the club would like to thank Edison for the three seasons he spent in the black and red we wish him all the best in Mexico at Atlas um, there's been no announcement of how much that transfer has been worth so I reckon that's going to be an undisclosed fee but the rumours were it was like half a mil yeah, I, I wouldn't which, <laughs> which to be fair, I think his his contract was due at the end of the season. So the fact that we've managed to actually get a transfer fee for him, yeah, I, yeah. I good luck. Have taken anything because yeah. I was, it was just depressing to watch. You know, it's like this is one of our designated players, and like that game where Hopkins starts over him. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, he just—he needs somewhere new. He is yeah. our Tony Martial. Just needs a different club to play for. <laughs> what? He's—he's <laughs> he's a great player. Who? Any of them, really? 
Flores, <laughs> Martial. They're great. But it's not working at the current club they're at. That's yeah. why they need a new change of scene. Yeah. Our problem is no one wants to pay him 250 grand a week. Yeah, uh, yeah sorry, small tangent. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think he just needs a new place to go and you know that's for for Flores. Yeah. I mean he's he's got the talent clearly because he does well on the international stage. Yeah. There's there's no denying that he's brilliant at international football, but when it came to regular old club football, he just couldn't do it. He just looked a bit lost. Is probably the best way I could explain it and describe it. Yeah, it was kind of like everyone was told the tactics except him. Yeah, yeah, that's how it worked. Yeah, I think everyone went, give the ball to Eddie. He'll know what to do. <laughs> and nobody told him what to do. So. Cool. Moving on to more transfer news. Griffin Yeo's uh, deal to Westerlo in Belgium, after we were talking about uh, Belgian links earlier on, uh, is almost complete. That's due to be completed tomorrow, which is Friday as of recording. Um, or if you're listening on Saturday, it's probably already been announced. So um, that looks like it's a permanent transfer as well. So Griffin Yeo will be heading in the same direction as what uh, Chris Durkin did. Hopefully he'll come back and be a better player for it as well if that ever materializes but I just want to wish uh, Griffin all the best in Belgium if that uh, is the case um, you know like you know kind of same thing with uh, the Kevin Peretta situation it's uh, you know they're young kids and they're clearly talented and so uh, getting that kind of exposure uh, over in Europe uh, is only going to help them um, Yao wasn't getting a ton of minutes uh, this year and I like everyone was very much like riding his potential. Uh, but I think in, in t- everyone's also clamoring for DC uh, to rebuild or, you know, start making moves in the market. Well, in that case, you, you have to make these uh, kinds, kinds of deals. You have to send your wonder kids off, try to get the most uh, out of that. And uh, just, you know, build you know use that to build experience so yeah yeah, you know it'd be nice you know yeah if down the line uh he returns but uh i don't know you know i i I hope his career flourishes and and he kind of uh i hope everyone who plays for dc and i moves on that you know they they uh continue on and and you know continue flying so i it's just it's just cool seeing them grow yeah definitely um we've got more transfer news can you believe it? It's all happening in this last sort of week. Yeah. Um, Altay, uh, Turkish club, have announced the transfer of Martin Rodriguez to DC United. We've I'm not pumped. done that. <laughs> I'm pumped. I've been watching yeah. uh, YouTube clips of him for like a week in all this <laughs> anticipation. Also, really, I really like him because the club he was at before he went over to Turkey was Colo Colo. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I love that team. I just think it's it's perfect. Um, so I'm really excited. And his finishing is like is really precise. He's very okay. good at pinpointing where he's putting the ball. Um, so, and I think we kind of need that. Um, so, yeah. We need someone who can hit the target. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. Um, yeah, so I'm so excited. I mean, when he's in July? 
Uh, it'll be July 7th is when the window opens. So it'll be as long as apparently the visa's uh, already gone through. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. So that shows you how long this transfer has been in the works for. If that's already gone through. Um, and it should be available for the game against Austin on July 8th. Brilliant. Love so, it. Fingers crossed on that one. Um, so there's I've, that. I've low key held uh, the Chilean Premier uh, Division um, in in really high regard, and so I don't know. I I, I I have a soft spot for Chilean players. I'm excited yeah. about it. I yeah. always remember. I mean, the only reason why I kind of know about Colo Colo is back in the day, and um, there's a player on Football Manager called Nicholas Milan. Um, he was like a 14, 15 year old similar sort of era as uh, Freddie Adu and he came around and he became mm-hmm. one of the best players on the game and he signed him from Colo Colo and he was just like it was like a free signing it was just straight approach to sign job done <laughs> and that was it you just you, your team was just stacked for, for years from there um, and that's that's how I know Colo Colo him and then who was who was the guy who was also really good and it turned out it was a player who like actually didn't exist it was a guy who worked or who was a scout for football manager and like he programmed himself into the game do you, do you, you know they, what they, do, they do that quite regularly they actually yeah. code themselves as um as as new gens but um there was one player who there's it's it's like a rumor it's like a myth and a legend about maxim chicago um uh, let me just I've got to bring him up on uh, on ye old Google there we go put Maximin TS in and then that's it straight away there um, on his Wikipedia page he's apparently he is a real player I don't know how much I actually believe this but um, there's rumours that he's dead <laughs> I love it yep um, ended his broke career early at the age of 26 in 2010 due to persistent injuries and apparently he he died on Christmas Day 2020 oh that's a bummer jeez Um, (laughs) he also had he had a twin brother called Yuri who played as a goalkeeper for uh, Dynamo Minsk interesting so Someone's got to do a, uh, oh gosh, like one of those story podcasts about that. You know, yeah, this- Pablo Maurer has to dig into that and, and get the get the history of that guy. Like, <laughs> if yeah. anyone can do it, it's Pablo. I mean, I'm just, here we go. How, where are they now? Oh, here we go. Football manager Wonder Kids. Let's just go on that for on this little tangent for a, a short while. Uh, see how many of these guys you know. Chern or Samba? Nope. Nope. Uh, he used to play for um, he signed for Millwall and he was tipped to go on to big things um, he was tipped to win a World Cup with England of course because you know everyone's tipped to win a World Cup with England at some point in their lives (coughs) one day we will do it Um, (laughs) maybe we'll do it this year when we uh, knock USA out of the group stages absolutely not we're definitely definitely that, that team that's like this year is our year this yeah. year is our year, and then it falls apart. But dude, yeah. this year is our year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after the uh, the Nations League, it's 
yeah, confidence has certainly uh, gone down a peg. Is, is Kurt Zuma on that list? He is, uh, I know he was he, talked very highly as like... He yeah. was. But Chad oh. his career did not take off in any way, shape or form. So, and he became like a championship manager, football manager legend mm. because of that. And he actually appeared on one of the football manager adverts wow. as a pub quiz answer. This is brilliant. Love that. Uh, right. Why? No, I don't want to enter my details. I want to just... Why have you done that? Oh, come on. It's just kicked me out of the website. So now I need cool. to sign up for it. Thanks, mate. Oh boy. Cheers for that. Let me try and read all that again. There we go. Escape. Uh, Freddie, you do? We all know yep. Freddie. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Curlon? No. He invented uh, a new dribble called the seal dribble, which is basically you run and uh, just bounce it off your head. And he used to okay. get fouled a lot and kicked in the chest to take him down. That was the only way you could stop him. It was brilliant. Uh, this one's for Emma, who's in Belgium. Uh, Anthony Van Den Boer. He used to play for Anderlecht. <laughs> he, used to, he played alongside Vincent Company, And I remember wow. back in the day, signing them both because you could get them on the cheap. And they were brilliant, brilliant players. Uh, Henry Saive. Probably pronounce it. He actually moved. He was um, again one of these good winter kids, but yeah, eventually he actually made uh, appearances for Newcastle United, which is not that good, really, when I think about it. Uh, Carlos Vela. Hey, he's, I, doing, I he's, he's doing well now. He's in the Arsenal, Arsenal man. man. <laughs> Kumar Babacar. Nope. Yeah, I remember him. Yep. Uh, Fiorentina is oh it's just keep me out of the website again I'm going to leave it there um, but there's plenty of wonder kids out there who've not gotten to do many things um, right anyway moving on we could talk about that all day um, other bits I wanted to give uh, Sarah Kalassi a shout out uh, for our, her her article that she did with uh, Fred Fred Briant um, good interview about his movements um, to DC United coaching and where he's come from and uh, the process behind his coaching badges and everything so if you haven't um, already go and check that out um, and then lastly John Kevin's back <laughs> I well for one thing like it was very comical uh even even when the deal was announced for his loan spell because it was it was around the time that we had our show in dc mm-hmm. and then we're looking at the date it's like is it that can't be right. Is that right? It, literally, Just he's gone for a month and he's he's back, and they've they've brought him back about a week sooner than than he was supposed to. So he went uh, on vacation. Like, he literally had a holiday. He went to San yeah, Diego, but he did uh, he did produce a clean sheet uh, for for the loyal. So you know, uh, hey. You know, I hey, I know we we give him a, a, a lot of guff. Slow I I I have a soft spot for Kempen. 
I've I've developed a a warm place in my heart for him. I'm glad he's back. I'm ready for the blonde bombshell to come in between the sticks and and, and do the job. Mm. Would you take him at Arsenal? What? Would you take him at Arsenal? Uh, absolutely not. But you know that's, that's a <laughs> totally different situation right there. <laughs> You've got another American on your books now. True. Yeah. And uh, good old Matt Turner. I think he's he'll hopefully do well for you guys. Um, but that's the end of the news. He, he so, showed out, you know, for for New England uh, last year. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see how that turns. As a uh, as Lena left. Uh, I want to say yes. I believe so. Because if he has it, I mean. That's a weird transfer. Uh, no, he's I, still there. Oh, is he? Well, okay <laughs> then. Uh, Leno uh, has, has, I don't know, he is a heart attack uh, any given um, match day. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think I think uh, you know it's competition for him, and so uh, if Turner comes in and steps up, that would be cool to see I, him. I genuinely don't think Leno will be there by the end of the transfer window because yeah. last season he only made four appearances. Oh, did he? It was okay, Adam Ramsdale who was uh, that's making all right. the appearances. So yep. yeah, definitely be surprised if he's still there at the, uh, end of the transfer. Didn't play any uh, any Europe games? Yep, and they yeah. want to win a cup. So they didn't. They wanted to win uh, FA or league. So it was like, well, we're gonna play our best guy. Yeah. You know, we're not risking that one. No. Yeah. So I imagine, yeah, he's out. Yeah, indeed. Oh, something's. Oh, that's my roommate. Oh, fair. He's not here. Just <laughs> <laughs> to say, he is Peruvian. Ah. Yeah, so he's been he's been stuck with this Edison Flores drama of yeah. oh, no. on the national team, like not great for DC United. Yeah. Yeah. Well we'll see how he does down in Mexico, whether he'll let I just hope he doesn't do the same thing as Lucho and then come back in MLS and then actually do really, really well. Yeah, that one hurt. But oh, Lucho had Lucho had revenge in his heart. Oh, massive <laughs> yeah, revenge! Yeah, yeah, he, he had his own a big. Yeah, he still does. Yeah. So, well, and, and I mean, on top of that, he got embroiled in a really bad scandal uh, mm. down down in Mexico. So, yeah, I, I imagine he's had just not just chips, but entire bricks on his shoulders. So. No, but but good to see him playing well again. I always love seeing former uh, DC United players do well wherever they go. Just yeah. not when they play us. Exactly. Nah. nah. Right. That's the end of the news. So I'm going to roll the VT. That's the end of the news. Oh, I love I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, this is going to be the first time I'm hearing about this match because that literally happened during my wedding. Of uh, what the uh, so, Chicago game? I, I will. I will drift into the You're back. Just going to sit back. You relax. Yeah, this is going to be a really yeah. depressing part. Uh, <laughs> we were we were out of Awful. our limit. Yeah. So. It, 
bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to run through the stats like I always do. I hate it. So we got beat 1-0. Possession, 53.1 to 46.9. Shots, 14 to 11. 11 shots. 11 we shots. had 11 shots. Shots zero. on target, 7 to 0. Not a there single one on target. Um, offsides, <sighs> 2 to 1. Fouls, 17 to 16. Expected goals, 1.3. Jesus. To 0.9. We didn't beat them in any single stat there. No, it, it was a terrible game. We played terrible, and I don't want to talk about it. And, well, and on top of the fact that, like, Chicago was flaming up until they, that point. They had no wins for three months. Yeah. And Ugh. they come up against us, and it's like, yeah, we'll roll over. Let We'll just tickle our tummies. We'll let you have the win. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, hurt a lot. it hurt so much. It's That's the first. The first half was dire. Yeah, it was horrendous. Nima Sagafi couldn't. Was just blowing left, right, and centre. So there was a lot of stoppages. There was no flow to the game, so that didn't help. But there was poor quality from both sides. Um, referee was, was bad. The referee was. Re- it wasn't so bad in the second half. I think it slightly were, improved, but it was still really bad. There were so many VAR opportunities that he just yeah. decided to not go look at. And it's just it, like, it was the, the foul on Nahar. Yeah, that was a red. That was, it was a pure straight red. It's a red. I mean, I was expecting at least a yellow, but and then I was then there was nothing. Yeah, it's like what is going on? Yeah, it was just oh, it blew that. my mind. It blew my mind, and then the goal that we. Now we conceded. You could tell Romo was really hacked off about that. Uh, he knew he should have done better with that one. He just didn't react quickly enough. Came off the inside of the post. He then hit his head off the post and had to be um, checked over for concussion. Um, but, you know, apart from that, he was my player of the match. Yeah, I actually thought wow. he was pretty good. Um, I just thought like he was the only one that seemed to give a crap. Yeah, it's like they looked at Chicago's record and were like, "Oh, easy." Yeah, and you know, no footy game is easy. No, you don't win. You don't win games on paper. No, no. no. I mean, it was just like you know, what was the point? I think that's one of the few. DC nine games that I've actually shut off a bit early because oh. I was I was like this is bad. I think I shut it off at the 80th, and I was just like I can't watch this. We're terrible. It, it, yeah, just a poor performance. I mean, what is even worse as well is the fact that we whipped in 22 crosses. Mm-hmm. That's the most I've seen us do for such a long time. Yet we still couldn't find a head to get it on target. We had multiple chances from set pieces, which surprised me because um, we don't generally get a lot on the attacking set pieces at the, in recent times. But Birnbaum had a few chances. Taxi had a header late on in the game, which he really should have got that on target. And it was just... Yeah, he was frustrated. Yeah. I mean, he was doing as much as he could. He kept getting uh, clipped on the ankles. Um, I still think he rolls around a bit too much for my liking. 
I, 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 he plays. I knew what we were getting. Uh, <laughs> but, oh. I like took one look at him. I was like, small dude, definitely going to roll. <laughs> yeah. He's not as bad as uh, Tati Castellanos. No. But, um, yeah, it just it frustrated the hell out of me. And that game, staying up late to watch it, as I always do, and then seeing that kind of performance, it just... I don't mind us losing as long as we put the effort in. As long as we show the... There was the... I mean, getting a few shots on target would have probably appeased me. Just two or three. Yeah, Even we if should have allowed the squad at this point. I mean, it was just like, let's put someone in who cares. This yeah. It was just embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that they don't care because obviously they do care because, you know, that's what... Yeah, but the, that's what the performance showed. Yeah. It showed like they didn't care. Yeah, it was... I was, I was ticked. I, uh, and so this is this is me just kind of talking as as sort of a referee apologist, uh, but <laughs> it is, it, you know is it prime you know what's the main factor was it was it truly an off day from DC United or was it the fact that like with so many fouls being called they just weren't able to get into a rhythm or was it just like they just could you, not find it no matter you what pl- you play the game that that comes out to you so yeah. we had an off day. Absolutely. It shouldn't matter whether the ref is blowing um, an average of every three minutes. It it shouldn't matter about that. You should be able to adapt and play that game. We should have done better, whether it was going a bit more direct or well, just hitting the target to start off with. If you don't hit the target, you're never going to score. Yeah, 11 Um, shots. That's nuts. Yeah. (laughs) You'd expect at least one or two of those to go on target at the very minimum to get none on target is just unacceptable and I really hope in this last week they have all they've done is shooting practice (laughs) shooting drills non-stop literally I mean when we come on to preview of the next game there's another stat that's in there that is also a bit worrying um, which goes on which is at the other end but you know it's yeah this game just it really hacks me off big time let's put it in the past <laughs> yeah. so um, I need to throw up a ticker thing uh, which is for this game's weekend this weekend's game are you going to say you need to throw up <laughs> I was like oh okay <laughs> that's how much this game that game annoyed me <laughs> yeah exactly I was like oh wow like if you really didn't like the game <laughs> no um, so this weekend um, we are up against Nashville um, at, at home um, it is the right day June 25th yep. you're going to it yeah I'll be there is your dad um, going <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh jeez why yeah okay then then that completely influences my my yeah, predictions on this. yeah, yeah. Um, wow. <sighs> it's Father's Day gift that's yeah. the worst gift you could have given us. Yeah. <laughs> not just as, a, for as us. Supporters. For him, that's a bad you gift. You are not for my everyone. <laughs> Thomas, I am you your get father. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, guys. <sighs> right. Look, anyway. Tom, he may be your father, but we'll always be your daddy. So. <laughs> no, Daniel's naughty boy. Oh God! Little Guardians of the Galaxy reference there. (laughs) Great films, great films. 
Um, anyway, other th- notes for this game this weekend. So we are winless against Nashville oh. in three games. Um, we've lost two, drawn one. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, Chad has um, lost four of his eight games so far this year. Which is great. Uh, conceding multiple occasions in six of those games we've conceded an average of two per game Um, only Chicago and Toronto have worse conceding records it's a big thumbs up Um, they have got 2.3 and 2.1 goals per game respectively Uh, we've conceded goals from corners eight times so far this year and it really shows however Nashville have yet to score from one until this weekend I was going to say, so even <laughs> in the 88th minute, probably something. Lose yep. one nil. Um, moving on to the next one, which is CJ Sapong has never scored from outside the box. Oh, okay. Two now. <laughs> no. What will happen is there'll be a corner whipped into the outside of the box. CJ Sapong stood outside the box and he calls him a scream of volley. That would be sweet to see, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Not be happy about that one. No. Uh, Nashville are currently sixth in the Western Conference, but they have played 16 games so far. So they have played quite quite a few. Not, I think there's only one team who've played more, which is Spartan Kansas. They've played 17 so far. Um, most teams have played 15. So uh, they've got two DPs. Uh, one guy, Ake Anor Loba, who's a forward. Uh, I hope I pronounced that right. Probably not. And uh, Hani Mukhtar, um, who I think we all know, who is an absolute um, magician yeah. on the ball. He's an incredibly dangerous player and someone we really need to um, watch out for this weekend. Uh, they've got no under-22 initiative players either. So the two, just the two DPs. Um, so the other bit that's... You guys saw that I put in our little chat um, earlier on today, which was ESPN's um, watchability uh, list. Oh, yeah. Well, it's ranked out of 10 for each team. The likes of LAFC, Spot Kansas, NYCFC are up at the top there. Um, if I asked you where you'd put us on the watchability list without you guys have seen it, where would you have put us? Top four. Um, uh, probably around uh, fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I would have put us. I would have put us near the bottom. No. Wait, is this watchability like in person or on TV? On well, it'll be on TV. Okay. Yeah. Then you're right. I was thinking like actually going to the games. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like being in the games, like. I've oh, been at the game, yeah, absolutely. It's a completely yeah. different level, but yeah. I was like, I was like, fifty to twenty. I was like, oh my god, guys. No. <laughs> yeah. So no, actually, just what, just the, as a game. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys got up spot on then. But uh, ESPN put us ninth, which is insane. Uh, and, and their reasoning primarily is is the type of system because even even though Losada is gone uh ashton has mostly stayed with the high pressing uh nature of the system he put in um so that that 
is what factors into their decision there is, you know, they give up a lot, but they also can potentially score a lot. Just kind of depends of, you know, whether, you know, because like, yes, uh, their shooting has been uh, very bad. If you kind of look at the paper this year, it's not been great. Um, Now games where they do score multiple times, like, yeah, that's fantastic, but it's so streaky and it's, it's just, Last year, you could have really said it. Yes, they were incredibly watchable last year, uh, especially when Gola Kamara was um, really on his streak. Uh, they were fun to watch, but this year, it's 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 been a streak in a bad sense. Uh, so they just have not. I don't know. It's it's been tough to watch for sure. Yeah, it really has. But according to ESPN, not as tough as Nashville. <laughs> Who are bottom? <laughs> they are the least watchable team in MLS, apparently. Real excited for the game now. Yeah. Until this weekend. Yeah. And then they'll well, be amazing. Yeah. Prime Barca. <laughs> that happened last year. I mean, I, you know, yeah. uh, the way that DC, their makeup is sort of set right now is uh, they're awful in transition. And the thing is with, with Mukhtar and uh, CJ Sapong uh, really able to kind of link up. I, I think that's sort of like a, the factor that plays against DC so much uh, is, is Sapong just being an absolute threat. Uh, even, even at his age uh, is, is incredible. So yeah, that's, that's something we're going to be very, uh, we're going to have to be used to watching that this this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a very tough game. So that moves us on to some predictions for the weekend. Tom, your dad's going. We're all disappointed over here. <laughs> You're going to be there. How do you see the game going? We're going to lose 2-0. That's the first time I've predicted a loss. I, say, I think that's the first time that this season that any one of us has predicted a loss. Yeah, last week really hurt. Yeah, so, and the four one, and then there was the four one defeat against the Red Bulls as well. That really hurt. Yeah. Um, Daniel, three nothing. Loss. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 I, obviously, I was. I was. I was, I was, I was gonna say every turnaround. <laughs> really? Now. Nil nil. Oh, you are so positive. <laughs> <laughs> How is a nil nil goalless draw positive? The fact that we're going to get That's where we're at. Yeah. I, I, if I were generous, I would say it'd be like a 3 1, but. That's still so um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we, it, I mean, we couldn't even hit on target. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to delete that from my memory. Yeah. But the the other thing I want to just quickly touch on before we move on to the rest of the show um, is about Bill Hamid. Obviously, he missed the game last week. Then uh, it was out that he was ill. But then he put the Instagram post out, which um, and Twitter, which was about him being sad and missing something, and it was just a bit cryptic, a little bit, and it just didn't come across that he was ill. Um, 
Yeah, it it kind of seems like he's not in a great place right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what the heck happened, but it, it worried me a little bit. And if we look at um, do, 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 the Goff, who tends to release the availability reports, um, Perez is out, Hamid's still out. Yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, Coup de Pietro is out uh, with an illness as well. Uh, Moses is now questionable. Okay. Uh, finally, um, he's moved on into that bracket, and Chris Duryachem is now in questionable as well. So uh, Perez is still out as, with his foot injury. Which is he ever going to recover from that? That's a good point. He's he's been out for a long time. Completely forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember when the last time he was um, when he last played for us. Couldn't tell you. No, really couldn't. Well, I I genuinely completely forgot we had him. That's bad. Yeah, he's been That's out really long. bad. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, so obviously that's uh, the availability list for this weekend. Um, so, Daniel, you're not doing an MLS one-on-one this week, are you? No. Not this uh, week. It's It's been crazy having the wedding and then uh, having to take a few days to sort of get the final touches going for the wedding, the wedding itself, and then a couple of days to recover. And yeah. amidst that, I've been cramming about five days of week, five, <laughs> five days of work within three days, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot, uh, yeah. but uh, I, I'm just, I'm just here to let everyone know I'm still alive. And, uh, you know, next next show, uh, I will be back with the segment. Normal service will resume soon. Cool. So that moves us on to some questions. Now, one of them I want is was asked previously um, was for last week's show. But obviously I answered the question, but I wanted you guys to answer this particular one. Cool. Which is from Brian. So he asked, for club and country, what was the worst defeat you ever experienced oh, as a supporter? I know why he, why he asked this too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's obviously related to the Nations League. <laughs> yeah. Your timing. Um, yeah. For club and country, uh, club's easy. Um, it's not DC 9 1, it's a Man United 1. And it was when we lost 4 0 to MK Dons. What, the uh, Carabao Cup? Yeah, that was... I remember watching that game. It was great. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen. Really? Um, That one? Yeah, that was a bad one. I mean, in terms of that, they absolutely played us off the park. And we were four leagues ahead of them. Yeah. I mean, absolutely demolished by Man City. That's not in there. I mean, the Liverpool 5-0 hurt. um, In terms of just like the rivalry... But I mean, we're crap. So I, I was already at the point where I was just like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, for England, uh, the Euro final still hurts. Man. Fair enough. 
fair enough. For me, it was the Euro 96 semi-final. Yeah, I was two, so... Nah, I was eight. <laughs> so, I remembered it, and I remember crying my heart out at that one. I hated it. I hated Gareth Southgate that evening. <laughs> no. Daniel, what's yours? Okay, so... Um... I mean, for sure on the country level, uh, that Trinidad and Tobago debacle in 2018 was, or 2017, whichever year that was, uh, was just absolute nightmare scenario. And honestly, that, that entire hex, uh, was, was just one, um, um, gigantic uh trash fire like it was it was you know because like we we this team had been talked up so much it was that was like the golden team uh made up of of these young greats who were going to go forth and and do great things um and and like france we imploded on our own ego and that was that was just awful uh on on a club level um i i don't know it's 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 uh, the worst it. <laughs> what you ain't to see it <laughs> can we talk about one of our favorites oh dear <laughs> I but on the club level, like for sure, that that 2012 playoff loss to Houston uh, still sticks in my craw, and like just that's just uh, being at that game. uh, I I think I genuinely like cried, like not not in a sobbing way, but I I I genuinely remember like being tearful at the end of that. Like it was it was. Oh, that was tough. Really yeah. tough. I mean, it for me, preceded just a, a nightmare season. Yeah. DC United wise, I remember staying up to watch the uh, 2018 playoff uh, game against Columbus Crew. I was there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was, I was up to like half three in the morning just watching the penalty shootout and thinking, yep. this is it. We're, we're going to keep going. Like this that. run's going to be amazing. We're going to win it. And then we, then Rooney misses his penalty, Costa misses his penalty, and I was like, well, I yeah. stayed up for that. That was, And then the Toronto extra time, that was also... Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one you... You, you, <laughs> it, it, you thought it was wiped from your memory, and then and then you remember, and, and then it's it's just, yeah. Oof. Yeah. A few of those. Anyway. Should we move on to the next question? Yep. Which is uh, King Jones One on Instagram. Uh, who do you think will be a good manager candidate for DC United? Um, I would have to say that I don't think I know enough about MLS managers who are either employed or fired for me to accurately able to ask answer that. Potch is available. Um, don't think he's coming to DC. Uh, you never know. Don't think he's coming to DC. Actually, if the dog came to DC, I would be like, "You're not coaching. You're playing." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still probably very good. He just turned fifty. I've wow. got I've got a list of available football managers. 
Oh, nice. Good. So, uh, and no, uh, and which order is this then? Uh, it's in no particular order. So at the top on the list is, uh, I know it's in, that's not even in that. What order did they put it in? Uh, Ernesto Valverde. Um, who were previous uh, club was Barcelona Kike mm-hmm. uh, Setian Barcelona mm. we could have Ollie at the wheel uh, our funeral <laughs> um, you can have your vibes, bro. <laughs> just yeah. go out there and have vibes yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah I'm let's, really let's, let's not go with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, you could have the scratch and sniff Yuckum Love. Nope. You know what I mean by scratch and sniff, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's the that he's been caught multiple times doing that as well. He just doesn't care. He and really he doesn't. Finger in his mouth, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, bro, what is going on? <laughs> maybe he likes, maybe he likes the smell of cheese. Oh, I, I just, it's the, the flavor saver. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the fact that after the game, he then goes and shakes everyone's hand. And I'm just like, no. this is why we have pandemics. This <laughs> <laughs> like, is insane to me. I don't get it, bro. I just oh, don't get it. No. Um, Zinedine Zidane's available I don't think that we're gonna get I don't that. think we could afford him um, <laughs> previously true. linked uh, before Ben Olsen became coach Lucien Favre okay he, 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 familiar that with was that, that was very close to him becoming head coach um, before Ben Olsen took over so mm. that would be quite a cool um, thing to have uh, I'm going to skip over him because he was at Atlanta and I don't like Atlanta. Um, it was that uh, Heinz? No. Uh, Frank, Frank De Boer. Oh, uh, yeah. Frank De Boer is what's the Mourinho rant? <laughs> Has somehow his points per match is 1.94. No way. He went in the Prem and didn't win a single game. I mean, granted, he only might, uh, took over four games. <laughs> he was there for a, he was there for 32 days Michael Carrick <laughs> had two wins and a tie thank you sir yeah uh, who else we got on here that might be of decent level uh, Chris Armas no anyway moving yeah. on um, <laughs> Jürgen Klinsmann ooh Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I give, him a, I give him a lot of flack when he was U.S. coach. He, the only thing I would say there is, I think, like Lasada, eventually, I think he would rub ownership the wrong way. Yeah. He's very demanding on on multiple levels, and he is quite vocal about it too. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Fabio Cannavaro. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> His last club uh, was uh, Guangzhou in China. Oh, yeah, we definitely can't afford him then. <laughs> yeah, who wants that money? <laughs> That's fine. MLS will pay for him. Uh, uh, Philip Koku. He was previously at Derby County before Wayne took over. 
Oh yeah, he did a really good job. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would love to get Wayne, and that would be amazing. But that's never that gonna happen. That would be incredible. I think Wayne is waiting for Frank to get fired. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I literally like thought they, I literally thought they were gonna fire Frank this summer and just put Wayne in. I'm so sure. Oh, a, a couple of uh, big names, especially over here on this side of the pond, uh, Martin O'Neill. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's approaching retirement. Well, he's 70 years old, so I can't imagine he'd be that much left in him. But um, Mark Warburton, who did rather well with Rangers. Um, and he was previously at Queen's Park Rangers, not Glasgow Rangers. Uh, Bielsa, if you want to go well, down that road. I don't want that. <laughs> he has the strongest knees in the world. <laughs> I don't know how he manages to nail for that long. The, what my friends say, it's, uh, it's between he and Megan the Stallion for strongest knees uh, in the world. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. We're not going to go down that road. <laughs> uh, Filippo and Zaggy. There's another That's one. Um, I mean, there's there's a, there's a, there's ten pages of managers that are what currently available. Is is Henri on that list? That's that's my completely selfish. What's Thierry you know? Henri? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd imagine he would would be, but he's an awful manager. Yeah, he yeah. has pretty bad track record. I know, but there's. I mean, you, you, you say pretty me. bad. <laughs> It's uh, to be to be fair, to be fair, as I usually will not be fair with Arsenal anything. Look at Patrick Vieira. Yeah, I yeah. mean he's, he's made Crystal Palace good. Yep. Yeah. You know? Actually, decent uh, to watch. But it's, it's a it's a world it's a World Cup year. Thierry Henry's not going anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yep's done. Okay. Uh, no, like, that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> that was an actual. I wasn't being serious about that one. I want it. I mean, what would be hilarious is if we actually tweeted out a picture of the wrong Yapstam as well as like Cincinnati did. <laughs> that would be very on par. Oh, God, I just said uh, Jonathan Woodgate. No, a poor man, Southgate, and that's saying something. I was going to say Southgate's already a poor man. <laughs> poor <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, um, it's not really anyone. Is the I, poor man's Phil Neville? Oh, jeez, don't don't no. Tom with that brush. I don't I don't want that. We can uh, bring Gary Neville and his amazing <laughs> track with uh, Valencia. Yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that one club he's managed. He he was a. Uh, I remember whenever like ex-players talk with him and he's always like, do you wish you got into coaching? And he's like, well, I saw you at Valencia and decided I never wanted to. <laughs> that was amazing. I remember I was, I've seen that clip. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Tony Adams. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, where is, oh. right. You click onto him and, um, an advert for prostate exams comes up. What an advert. <laughs> Let's definitely get him. 
Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> stats. Stats by coach. Anyway, that's people who've coached him. Why are his coaching stats on there? He's been at Real Zaragoza. Or Real Zaragoza, as uh, some people like mm-hmm. to say. Anyway, um, so there's there's a lot of people out there. Um, we don't really know who. Just not yeah, anyone that's like Hernan Lasada. It's not Bielsa or Yapstan. Um, last question that came in. Will I be attending the 2023 All-Star game? Will you do? I would, lo- I would love to. I'll be there if you are. Ooh. Oh. 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 Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Two years in a row. Man, hang on. I mean, I, my my dream is to come out every, every year. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'd love to bring Adrian out there and, and, and yeah. have her meet meet my people, see see me in my element. That would be pretty incredible. Vulnerable. <laughs> I'm just going on uh, Virgin Atlantic's uh, just let's just see just eat, eating all the sammies at, at the screaming eagle tailgate that that's yeah oh that's i didn't bit. eat any of those but i did go to the point which is like down the street mm-hmm. amazing right I fish and chips <laughs> fish and chips what a proper lunch that is it was actually a good fish and chips too like you usually don't get that in dc did, did you have mushy peas no, that was the only thing I missed. But we did have fat chips, and they did give me malt vinegar. I mean, if you've not got mushy peas, and I believe they do mushy peas at the Queen Vic. I mean, over on H Street, you'd you'd want mushy peas from a from a place like the Queen Vic. Yeah. You'd expect that. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, I can't quite go that far ahead in advance for flights. But the furthest I can go is mid-May. So I'm just going to see what it... Just a while. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, prices... About 800 quid round trip. That's not bad. It's about the same price as what I paid for... Yeah, similar sort of prices as what I paid this time. You should just... Yeah, if moment comes available, you should just buy it immediately. Hmm. 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 I'm stroking mm. my face. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't have a beard anymore. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just stroke some skin. <laughs> mm. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see whether I'll be there or not. Hopefully, oh. we'll have some home games around there as well, so you can go to that as well. Um, cool. That's the end of the questions. Um, Daniel, how was your wedding? Oh my goodness. Um, I, oh boy, I don't want to like go on for, for a long time about it, but I, I could, uh, but man, it was a heck of a weekend. Um, Adrian was stunning. It was just a beautiful venue. Um, for, for those who didn't see my tweet, um, I got married in a theater, like a stage theater and uh it was it was wild like we had our name uh up on the giant sign out front uh and then up on the marquee as well uh you got it so like the way it went is that you got in 
and everyone kind of like mingled and and hung out inside sort of like the entryway uh foyer or whatever um and then eventually we're ushered into the theater seating and then um the wedding took place up on the stage so we had all the we had we had the curtain closed uh we had a wooden cross that uh adrian's father made up on the stage uh we there was so much like it was kind of funny we we just uh it was just very quick like we there wasn't a ton to it in terms of like kind of like the uh like mass part of it or the worship part um it was really just kind of hitting all the spots and then uh it was about as perfect as you could get it. The only uh, part that went like mildly wrong for us was that uh, our unity candles uh, went out or like the candles that you use to light the unity candle went out. I'm we're Adrian's uh, friend is singing Adele over in the corner. <laughs> and then we are trying to light these uh, candles and the, uh, the wicks aren't long enough the wax has actually pooled around the wick oh wow and and the wax doesn't go down fast enough so that they won't stay lit so where instead of uh lighting it with these two candles (laughs) adrian and i take this tiny lighter uh like hand (laughs) in hand and then we just lit the candle with that so like the people who who, uh, shot the wedding like they kind of kept it on uh, the girl who was singing the song and then you can see Adrian's sister who was her uh, bridesmaid was like kind of like laughing uh, and and sort of uh, mildly freaking out about what was going on uh, in that scene but uh, the the wedding itself went fantastic Adrian and I forgot to say I do like with so like the the blessing being said and Adrian and I are just kind of like in this moment together and then our pastor is kind of like uh this is this is the part and we're like oh uh we do <laughs> so <laughs> and then it, it went from there it went from there everything went beautifully uh we both um wrote our own vows and that went off uh really really well uh but then you know so then after the wedding was done uh we all march out and uh Adrian and I got in a 54 uh, Ford Thunderbird convertible and we rode around uh, sort of Main Street for a while. Uh, And then when we came back, everyone was kind of like in this bar area and we both had like signature drinks. So like mine was an old fashioned Uh, Adrian. uh, I forget the name of the drink. It was kind of like it was like a Moscato with peach schnapps type of thing and uh everyone kind of hung out but so like the cool part was is as everyone was outside the theater uh they eventually went back for the dinner and so then the stage gets opened up and we had all the tables set up so then everyone got, went and sat and uh Adrian and I followed shortly after and I hadn't been like crying I, I hadn't cried or teared up much like sort of in the lead up or during the wedding itself but like once i actually got up to the head table and like saw the whole situation like i lost it in kind of the best way but like i was um 
hysterical for uh, for about two to five minutes um just losing it uh so so that was just really nice um after dinner tables got cleared out we we had our dance and then adrian and i were out at like 11 because we were so tired because it was the lead up it was thursday we had to make this big costco run for for a lot of the uh finishing touches with like food and drinks and whatnot and then friday was the actual setup and then Saturday was the wedding itself, and it was it was a, a, like a lot, but it was uh, just so much fun. And man, coolest coolest wedding! Like I just everything went just so well. And then yeah, got got that bad boy. Ooh. So uh, DC United Black, and <laughs> and I am. <laughs> I am a real mister now, so I'm I'm just I'm excited. So then like a day later, a day or two later, uh this big storm rolls in and then Adrian and I uh had to stop flooding so like literally yeah it was like the day after uh we had to spend about a half hour in our basement chasing chasing leaks with our buck because we have this unfinished basement so like we're chasing these leaks around and we're kind of like replacing buckets here and there and whatnot (laughs) and then like you know in a sort of a moment uh we kind of look at each other and we're like marriage (laughs) so So it was it was just cool and yeah, uh, just so much fun. I but man, I could I could go on about it, but yeah, no, that was sort of the 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 big hits of it. And man, best best day really. That's very okay. very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, let's uh, wrap things up because we need to do. The reveal of guess DC who, um, so there he is back up on screen there. Um, I had no one. I had nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. No. So, I mean, I, I should have just cheated, but yeah. I, I would have known. I would have known. I crawled into my mind palace for a little bit, trying to remember my old FIFA rosters. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name, but I think I have the last name. Well, what's the last name? Is it Corb? It is. Ah! It's Chris Corb. Nice. Because <laughs> it was between, it, it was like camp has always been, a, but like uh, yeah. I, looking back, like Corb, I was like, that's got to be the other guys. So that just came to me. And yeah. Chris wow. Corb. Wow. That's, that's, that's a name. He is now. I haven't heard in a long, long time. <laughs> he is currently coaching youth soccer in McLean, Virginia. Ah, good for him. Yeah. So there you go, and he's uh, has one trophy to his name: the U.S. Open Cup. That's right, from that faded, ill-fated 2013 season. That, yes. Oh man, which Woof. at this rate this year could be worse. Just saying. at least we don't. At least we don't have uh, slow Dwayne De Rosario just 
I think he brought the watchability down at least like five points that season. I don't know what mm-hmm. was with him, but like he went from like being a, a, a really great player. And then like, I don't know that season, he, whatever was going on, he was just like completely unwatchable. Yeah. Oh, if we do finish bomb, you know what the, you know, the upside is, Mm. We got top picks in Super Draft. True. That doubt it. <laughs> Tom's <laughs> thinking. Uh, Super Draft picks. Yeah, I don't want you know, you know what they're good. You know what they're good for though. Uh, Organing chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but garbage books. That's what they're good for. So, but you never know. We got the MLS All Star game. We might get a roof now. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. But you never know. There's no, there's no an actual reason to get it on. Still doubt it. <laughs> yeah, still doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it is the end of ye oldie show. So, Daniel, where can the good folks out there find you? For me at uh, at Professor DCUK. Uh, yeah, you know. I'm here. I've I've I, I I definitely got off for a while because of the wedding, but um I'm back. I'm doing it. So find me there on Twitter. Instagram not so much. I've I I, I again I work as a social media manager and so uh I just I have to just like pick one for my off time, otherwise I'm gonna lose my mind. So yeah. That's fair. Tom? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DCUK on Filter. I have also been slacking a little bit, so I need to, I need to rev it up a bit more. But it's just last game killed me, and I just had yeah. nothing, nothing to say. So hopefully we have a good result this weekend. Um, and oh, back on with all the slammers. If anything... Join the DC UK supporter group because yes. if anything, if I'm not tweeting, I'm usually throwing in, you know, a couple of cents here and there uh, over in the group chat. So that's that's Indeed. the place where you can find me most of the time. Yeah. And as you can see, a lot, if you're watching, it's down at the ticker thing going going through at the bottom there dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership just head over there and come and join us um, but also please subscribe and like this particular video or if you're listening to the podcast just subscribe to the podcast that always helps and leave us a little rating and a review because again that always helps we've had some good reviews recently and it'll always be good just to keep those tickling along trickle them through our swedish contingent i know what about that that's great i had the email come through to say that we uh, hit like the top 50 in sweden for football podcasts i'm like it's really weird what (laughs) why is latan listening to me (laughs) i don't think we've like had any mention of sweden this season no but we love that yeah. We need to reach out to some people at Malmo and like AIK a and Jou Gardens yeah. and be like, do you know we're bigger than you got? <laughs> <laughs> Probably got more followers. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that just really just threw me that one, seeing that we're big in Sweden. 
cool. Of the Scandinavians. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, come and subscribe. Come and join us at DC UK um, and enjoy all the fun that goes along with it because it is a pretty awesome time. Um, so, that is pretty much it. It's uh, time really to roll the uh, VT for the outro and as we always say uh, Daniel do you want to give a little shout out uh Adrian